0: in the air. Hear the air screams from everywhere. It's a dangerous love affair. Don't be scared when it goes down. Have a problem, tell me now. Can y'all hear me? Okay, y'all. Hey. <laughs> I'm over here singing run this town, honey. Oh, wee. Y'all go back and watch that video. Hey, T sippers. Watch that video. That video is predictive programming times 20. The song in the video popped in my head last night, and I went to rewatch it before Kanye went on his crazy rant. And so many things have, you know, come to fruition. Go and watch that run this time video. There's a lot of esoterical stuff in there on top of the people having masks on and everything. So the song is in my head. But hey, you guys, thank you guys for joining me. Um, Let me read this quick super chat. LaShanta Jones says, hey, Auntie, hopefully YT won't be on some BS. Love you. Are you a scarf or a bonnet wearer by any chance? Honestly, I do both. Um, I like my scarves, especially if I have to, like, run to the store or drop the boys off somewhere. But I also wear bonnets, so I definitely do both. It just depends on, like, you know, how I have my hair styled underneath. So thank you so much for the super chat. Welcome, welcome, everybody. I hope you guys are doing good today. Um, Travis Timmons sent a, a $20 sticker. Thank you so much, Travis. Thanks for coming through. Appreciate it. How many people we got in here? Let's see. Let me see. Let me see. Let me see. Okay, good. We have over a 1,000. Great. It's been a crazy 24 to 48 hours, I swear. Um... I wasn't expecting everything that happened last night, and I just happened to be up. I just, you know what I mean? I was going to go to sleep, and I couldn't sleep, and then I was, like, you know, deciphering, run this town, and, you know, writing my little notes down and sharing it on Instagram, and as I'm doing that, Kanye's going on this rant, and people are hitting me up, like, are you watching Kanye on Twitter? He's doing a part two. So, last night was insane. Now, what's so funny about everything? Hey, you guys, you got a lot of people in here. We just jumped up to over 3,000. Um... Thank you to everyone who watched the podcast yesterday I did with my homeboy, Tiny. We had a really good time. Um, Thank you guys so much for the positive feedback. Um, He didn't have a microphone. He just called in. And that's all it was. He was just on his cell phone. So the audio wasn't the best. But we weren't going to spend extra money on a microphone in case the chemistry wasn't there. Or, you know, why have somebody spend extra money for not, you know, if if people didn't like it, people didn't like our connection. And since people did like it, and he enjoyed it, he's definitely going to come on more. So he will have a better microphone in the future, but he hit on a lot of great points. And I think we talked about a lot of real stuff. Um, If you missed the podcast for those asking, thank you. I'm so glad you guys really enjoyed it. My podcast is called Tea Time Unfiltered with your girl, Lovely Tea. I've been doing it for six months now, and that is what I'm trying to transition into. YouTube will always be my main platform but I want to build up my, my podcast so that's why I only put half on YouTube and then that encourages people to go and support the podcast if I put everything on YouTube then why would you go to the podcast right so thank you to people who do that who go and they listen to the full podcast and they come back and comment on YouTube it means a lot we've gotten over a million listens in less than six months that's how much you guys have been supporting so thank you guys so much I love it I feel like I'm a little bit more free over there to say what I wanted Say and um I want to be able to talk to regular people. So let me just explain this before we even get into the meat and potatoes and everything. I okay, good. So you signed up on Spotify? That's awesome. I get a lot of celebrities who hit up my manager and they want to come on to my YouTube channel. They want me to interview them on my podcast, and I'm not interested. I'm not interested. I see the BS for what it is. Not saying that some of these people aren't genuine, but let's just keep it real. If we weren't dealing with the whole C-19 situation, they, they wouldn't look at my platform twice because we were always looked down upon as YouTubers. And for the ones who did come on my platform that I did initially interview on my YouTube page, it was never reciprocated. So I share my platform with them and interview them and put my time and energy into editing only for these same celebrities who have blue check marks not to share the interview, not to shout me out. So at that point, once I see I'm being used, I'm good. So for me... I don't want to interview any celebrities. I know a lot of people are asking me, oh, you should interview this person. You should interview that person. Trust me, a lot of these people have reached out and I've declined them all. I'm not interested in bringing people to my platform. I don't want us to feel like we're constricted or I had to, you know, kiss ass or walk on eggshells because this celebrity is cool with that person. I ain't got time for that. I like the fact that I can talk to regular people. I love the fact that my homeboy came on and we just had just real dialogue. It just flowed. I don't want it to be uncomfortable. So I will be reaching out to more people, more of my tea sippers, and doing one-on-one conversations like I did with my homeboy. And I'd rather do that. I'd rather talk to just regular folks and have real conversations and see how, you know, these circumstances are affecting real-world people. I, I'm more interested in that than just having somebody try to come on my platform because they have nothing else to do because Hollywood is shut down and they want to be seen. I'm not interested in that. So for, y- for y'all who are asking, I, I just rather just interview and bring regular people on my platform and have real honest dialogue. So yesterday was awesome for me, you know, because I love doing interviews and things like that. So that was just really fun. So thank you once again for the positive feedback. So now, okay, we got 5,000 people, hey, okay, the guy from Texas sent $15, says peace to the chat, thank you so much for coming through. Um, Latoya Roberts sent $5. She says, You are the only reason I even downloaded Spotify. Much appreciated. Keep the real coming. Thank you so much, sis. Thank you for the support. You know, hopefully, maybe in the future, we'll be able to get on the Spotify platform. That would be my goal, especially that they've reached out to people like Joe Rogan and, um, you know, Joe Budden and things like that. So I- I'm going to keep striving. I believe in independent media, and it's really sad that YouTube tries to silence people who just keep it real you know it's not about being disrespectful it's not about you know being below the gutter but we should be able to have honest dialogue without having to worry about being demonetized or shadow banned and things like that so that's why i'm really trying to push the podcast because it's a lot more freer over there um i know i love that name i know sent a super chat says damn it why did it why did i take my lunch break early anyways you look great T. thank you so much thank you for tuning in um Maria one 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 sent twenty four ninety nine. Thank you for the super chat. Raven R says, "Hey T, have you seen Beyonce's Superpower video? It hits different now. I have not seen it, but thank you so much for the super chat. I will definitely make sure to check it out." Um, let's see here. Stephanie Brown says, "Damn T, you are giving this to us. Hold on, you are giving it to us this week. I'm here for it, bitch. Love you, my beautiful internet sister. Thank you so much. Yeah, I've been trying to keep busy." Just, you know, bringing on the content. Um, I took a break, you know, like the past week and a half because the whole Naya Rivera thing was really mentally and spiritually draining. So I just had to, you know, kind of fall back. But I feel a little bit better now. So I want to come and and talk to you guys and, you know, have dialogue. So the whole thing um, that went down with Kanye, you know, and and let me say this. I don't have the answers, okay? I, I don't have the answer sway in my Kanye voice. You know, to me, it does seem like he suffers from bipolarism. I heard that he's been diagnosed since he was young, before he ever got with the Kardashians. He's had bipolar issues. You guys know that um, my ex-husband's sister, who I still claim is my sister-in-law, she suffers from bipolarism. So, I, you know, I've been kind of exposed to that. And I understand how they go from one extreme to another. And they can almost fool you at times. Well, you're... It took me a long time to finally come to the realization that she was bipolar because she would talk to me very regular. We'd have real conversations and you and it'd be so believable. And then when you finally dug into the crook of everything, she would just be lying and just making stuff up. And this is what Kanye kind of reminds me of the way he's acting. And on top of that, a lot of people with bipolarism, sometimes they don't like to take the medication and they self-medicate. By doing drugs, you know, smoking weed and, you know, popping pills and stuff like that. And that's another thing that might be going on with Kanye that a lot of people are not really addressing. So that's just to keep that real. So let me go ahead and show my display here. So, yep, they do. They tend to lie. Like, I mean, she put me in some situations where we almost got into a physical altercation because she hyped me up so much. I'm hype, ready to go fight somebody else because of her. And then we get there and she's talking about killing everybody. I was like, you know what? I'm done. I'm done. I talked about that story a long time ago. So you you gotta watch when people are bipolar because they will lie to your face and it will be so believable. And they will have you involved in some shit. They will hype you up. <laughs> I'm talking about ready to whoop somebody's ass. Only for them to then flip on you and then threaten to beat y'all. It's like, what in the hell? So, yeah, you, you got to, like, <laughs> you got to take people with bipolarism. If you're not used to dealing with somebody who has those type of issues, you got to deal with them and what they say with a grain of salt. You, you really do. Um, let's see here. Let me go ahead and share my screen. Let me pull up the stuff he was saying yesterday. Yesterday was just insane, the rant he was going on. Let me pull all this up here. Just a second. okay. Here we go. All right, so this was <laughs> I'm talking about we were up late last night. So Kanye posted this. He says, MJ told you about Tommy before they killed him. Kim saved my daughter's life in the name of Jesus. It's God's choice only. I will live for my children, Chris. I'm in Cody if you're not planning another one of your children's playbook, Oh, if you're not planning another one of your children's Playboy shoots. Okay? So that was kind of telling and disturbing at the same time. Give me just a sec. I want to make sure y'all can see this screen. Okay. So this is the next thing Ye had to say here. This stuff just gets in the way. Give me just a second. Okay. Then he says, Chris and Kim... Put out a statement without my approval. That's not what a wife should do. White supremacy. So when he said that, that had a lot of people just kind of shook. Like, what the hell is Kanye on at this point? You know, like, what is he saying? What is he? Why is he doing all of this? Then he goes on to say, should I name more? Then he says, Drake, with the little emoji face. Then he says... In Jesus' name. Then he talks about Larsa with an emoji face. And then he says, come and get me. After that, he then posts this. They tried to fly in two doctors to a 5150 me. I've been trying to get divorced since Kim met with Meek at the Waldorf for prison reform. I got 200 more to go. This is my lady tweet. This is my lady tweet of the night. I think he meant my last tweet of the night. Chris John Oon, little baby, my favorite rapper, but won't do a song with me. I mean, Kanye was on one last night. Then he goes on to say, says the future president, Chris and Kim put out a statement without my approval. That's not what a wife should do. White supremacy. He said that before. Then he says, Meek is my man and was respectful. That's my dog. Kim was out of line. I'm worth $5 billion and more than that through Christ. But y'all ain't listening to MJ and now y'all believe them. So he went on some like straight manic shit yesterday. And um, it I mean, it had social media blowing up. Especially when he was talking about white supremacy and, you know, Kris Jenner and Kim Kardashian. And so a lot of people were just confused, like, what is going on with Kanye? Why is he doing this? He's definitely trying to speak in code and that, you know, the whole Kris John Un situation was funny. The memes were cranked out and everything else. Now, I want to talk about the Larsa situation and why I kind of feel like Larsa's name is being brought into this. I'm going to be doing a lot of connecting. And you may or may not agree and that's fine. Now in there he mentioned about Chris Jenner setting up a children's Playboy shoot. Now if you guys don't know. Okay somebody's asking. Reese's Pieces says who's Larsa. Larsa was married. Well is she still married? I think they're divorced now. But she is Scottie Pippen's wife, ex-wife. The mother of Scottie Pippen's four children. So they have like Scottie Pippen Jr., then there's another little boy under him, I forget his name, and they have a little 12-year-old daughter um, as well. So that is Scottie Pippen's um wife or ex-wife. Y'all can write that in the in the thing. Okay, it says ex-wife. Thank you. She got caught cheating with future. So, this was like a bunch of drama that happened a few years ago. Basically, she was creeping with future. And so, a lot of people are tying the whole future Drake situation and saying, well, since Larsa was creeping with future, that means Kim was also, you know, messing with Drake. And then remember the whole Kiki situation, but we'll get into that in just a moment. Um, So, if you guys don't know, Larsa has been back on the blogs for posting these bikini pics with her 12-year-old daughter. So I feel like that might have been why Kanye brought it up. Let me pull up this picture really quick. I wasn't feeling it. I I wasn't feeling it. And I I understand. And maybe it's different for me because I got boys. I don't have daughters. You know, and I get the whole, you know, mother-daughter thing. And, you know, dressing like your daughter, being cute. But something about this, I didn't like it for social media. Let me pull this up here. So she went viral the other day, and as you guys see, the title says Larissa Pipp Larsa. I always call her Larissa. But I mean Larsa. Larsa Pippen is twinning with her daughter Sophia in matching butterfly print bikinis. Now, a lot of us who are in the know and who are you know woke, we understand what that means when they say butterfly. You know the whole monarch butterfly programming. And I'm just going to scroll up. And as we see little Sophia, I mean, she's all legs. She definitely has her daddy's height. Beautiful little girl. But she's 12. And what kind of bothers me with this picture is that she's more revealing than the mama. So the mama has on a little wrap around her waist and, you know, area, her private area. But the daughter doesn't. So I'm just, I feel like this is a bit much for 12. When I was 12, I had on a one-piece a uh, swimsuit, maybe the most my mom would let me wear is maybe a, a swim outfit, like, you know, like the little, uh, the ones that look like a little tankini with like the boy shorts. I wasn't allowed to wear high cut bikini briefs, you, you know, and, and I'm not trying to go gutter because this is a child, but the mother's exploiting her. So I wasn't feeling this when this went viral. I, I thought it was just kind of a bit much, not trying to tell her how to parent her child at all. You know, um, I, I just feel like it was a bit much. And especially when I see, yeah, she's only 12. And especially when I see the mother covering up certain areas, but the daughter's not. And granted, the daughter's not posed, you know, sexually or, you know, anything like that. But, you know, Hollywood and just, you know, everything that's going on with p and the whole butterfly print, that didn't sit well with me. So, exactly. The people who understand where I'm going with this, y'all get it. And shout out to 10,000 people who just made it in here. Thank you guys for joining me. I really appreciate it. So, I kind of saw through that. And that went viral two days ago. So, I feel like that is why Kanye was bringing that up. And then the fact that he said that his daughter is not going to be in any type of playboy type print. And my daughter will never pose, you know, in a certain way he's been really talking about North and maybe some of that ties back to him being feeling guilty about them wanting to possibly abort her. But I feel like him talking about North and Larsa is a little bit deeper, right? So on top of that, um, with the whole Larsa situation, a lot of people were also saying that, uh, the whole Kardashian clan unfollowed Larsa Pippen in the past 24 hours. That is not true. So let me break that down to you guys. There's been a rift. Larsa and Kim Kardashian have been best friends for years. Um, we, I first became aware of Larsa by her going on the Kim Kardashian show. I would see her on there. I would see little Sophia hanging out with North and Courtney's um, daughter. I forget her name. Um, you know, you would see their kids kind of hanging out. And so people are saying, oh, all well, the Kardashians stopped following them within the past 24 hours. That is not true. There's been a lot of issues with Larsa. So let me go ahead and, and break this down. I contacted um, one of my people who, you know, kind of understands the celebrity world to get some extra tea. And so there's been a lot of drama with the Kardashians and Larsa since 2019. So this is nothing new. Um, Let me see here. Is this the one? The main thing that started it... Now, this article is from April 19, 2020. And so that's when people started kind of putting two and two together. And they were saying, you know, fans were sparkly, speculating that Larsa Pippen might have been cut off by the Kardashian-Jenner family because Larsa was also cool with Courtney and Chloe and stuff like that. And we just don't see them hanging out as much. So that's when it kind of went mainstream, was back in April. But for y'all who don't know... Um, let me see, is this the one? Larsa was seen back as early as April 16th, 2019. So two years ago is when the fracture kind of started. And if you see this article here, it says Kim Kardashian's close friend, Larsa Pippen, addresses claims that she flirted with ex-husband, Chris Humphreys. So that was the first crack in the so-called friendship, okay, that a lot of people weren't aware about. Cause for the most part, nobody's checking for Larsa. She's a clout chaser. This is the picture that kind of went viral. This is Chris Humphreys and Larsa. And it looks like she's really in his face. They kind of look like they're flirting. And so that's when a lot of people started saying, Well, that's not cool. You know, if you're Kim Kardashian's best friend, why are you all up in Chris? You know, Humphrey's face. That's strange. So she addressed it and claimed that, you know, they were just friends and she was saying hi to him. Obviously, Kim and them weren't buying it. And so at that point is when they kind of fell back from Larsa. But people are only realizing it now because the story is viral with Kanye. Another thing that people don't realize. And thank you to my moderators. My moderators are saying hit the like button. If you guys are liking the tea that's being spilled, please hit the like button. It's free to hit like. Thank you. Um, Another thing that people did not know about is that Larsa was also caught with Tyga. And Tyga is Kylie Jenner's ex-boyfriend. We all know about the Tyga situation. So here goes another article from January 2020 where it says Kim Kardashian's friend Larsa Pippen... Um, was seen hanging out with Kylie Jenner's ex-boyfriend, who's 30, at a launch party in Los Angeles. So Lars has been busy kind of hopping from their exes. And so the Kardashians were not feeling that. And then now it's also been rumored that there might have been something between her and Tristan, okay? So let me go ahead and show you guys this. Give me just a second to pull this up. The Shade Room was talking about this earlier. And I'm going to, before I even go there with, with the Tristan thing, I'm going to go ahead and read to you guys Larsa's response because she did speak on everything today with Kanye and the Kardashians. So let me pull this up really quick. Where is my display? Okay, here we go. Okay, so this is what Lars is saying. Lars is saying, I woke up this morning blessed and see that everybody is focused on who I am following and who I'm not following on social media. I am focused on my children, my new fitness brand, Larsa Pippin Fitness, and my relationships in real life, praying that everybody finds peace in their own lives and focuses on what brings them happiness. So that is what she had to say today. But before this, somebody said something about Tristan and Jordan Woods, <laughs> forever being messy, honey. Um, she came through and hit, hit them with the like. So this person says... Okay, so the only thing that I peep from that man's rant is that Larsa Pippen slept with Tristan but didn't get dragged like Jordan did because he kissed her. You You dust buckets, keep your mouths closed. You dust buckets kept your mouth closed and just unfollowed the white woman and literally tried to destroy Jordan. And Jordan liked that. So I believe that there's some truth to that. I just showed you guys pictures and receipts of Larsa hanging with Tyga, Larsa hanging with Chris, um, so I can see Larsa then hopping and trying to be in Tristan's face. Larsa's a clout chaser. Just the other day, there were pictures with her. Let me see if I can find it. Um, Hanging with, like, young Miami from the... um, city girls and it was just kind of weird because it's just like larsa pippen is damn near you know she's like in her late 40s damn near 50 why are you running around behind the the city girls let me see if i can find the picture here because this went viral yesterday she's always come off like a clout chaser like let's keep that real she's always come off as thirsty um and I believe with the Kardashians, she became a liability. Because the Kardashians, are, they they are very selective with who they hang with. And when they see you bopping from friend to friend, from, from different people to different people, that will make them, that kind of turns them off. So I believe that Larsa became more of a liability. I'm trying to find the picture here. Give me just a second. Of her with, like, young Miami and a bunch of, like, other people. It was just like... It was very random. I thought I had it on my desktop. Okay, here's the picture. Let me pull it up here. And again, this woman, like I said, she's like twice their age. They're young enough to be her daughters. So I just feel like Lars has just been doing a whole lot. Let me show you guys the picture. Okay. So that's the picture that went viral. This was just yesterday that this went viral. um, Of Larsa, young Miami, and I forget this other girl's name. What's her name? Do they have it in the article? I don't... Oh, Tiana Williams. And like I said, all these girls are young enough to be her daughter. And as you see, she has a high ponytail. And she's trying to look young. And, you know, she's trying to fit in. So to me... She's always gave that clout chaser vibe. She's always hopped in different social circles. You know, and with the Kardashians, they like to keep their friends close. Just like with Jordan Woods, you know, she ran behind Kylie Jenner for years. You know, whoever Kylie was cool with is who Jordan was cool with. You know, and then once they fell off with her, you saw Jordan kind of hanging with other people and mingling in other circles. And I think that's the same thing with Larsa. Now that she's been cut off by the Kardashians, she's trying to find a new group of friends to hang with and still stay in that celebrity circle. But Larsa's always come off like just a a hood booger with money. You know, and this is a a picture. This picture always cracks me up of um, they put the Michael Jordan face on Scottie Pippen because, you know, Larsa cheated with future. So that is the Larsa tea with the Kardashians. So all the blogs who were saying that, oh, Larsa just got unfollowed. That's untrue. There's been a rift in that friendship for at least two years now. But people didn't realize it till the Kanye thing. Let me go ahead and read some of these super chats um, that I missed here. Give me just a second to pull them up. Um, Let's see here. Lo the Libra says, Kanye is trying to expose a lot of the powers that be and keeping him silent. A sick feature is ahead and these celeb kids are in danger and he knows it. T, Chrissy T, oh, T.I. Chrissy T has a lot of insta pics with her kids. Thank you for the super chat. I appreciate it. And I do believe that there's more to the story. And he's trying to drop gems in the mix of all his craziness. I do believe that. Um, let's see here. SV says, hey T, I didn't even get a notification that you were going live. Anyways, I'm fashionably late. Love you, sis. Love you too. Thank you so much for coming through. Um, wisdom, willpower work says, hey T, just showing a little bit of love from Baton Rouge, Louisiana. Uh, would you send, would send more, but I got too many grown kids to cook red, to cook red beans for. Thank you so much for the super chat. Thank you for coming through. I appreciate it. Um, KM says the entire Kardashian family has suddenly unfollowed Larsa Pippen on Instagram. Okay, so you said that right before I broke it down. Thank you for the super chat. Um minimal dynamics. Say, oh, Danic says T, I think KK West needs a new song. I'm Olivier, I'm Olivier. That is funny. Thank you so much. Let's see here. Um Ella Clark says, hey, T, I'm sending love and peace from the BX. Namaste. Thank you so much. I appreciate the super chat. Um, Sin Kiwa says, send in love and light. Also want to say that if there are T sippers who need a job and have a master's, there's a lot of colleges in the U.S. looking for online teachers, pays per hour. Thank you so much for that tip. I appreciate that. Thank you for the super chat as well. Um, B.L. Sherelle says, hey, T. Love from Philly. I think these things can be true. I think all these things can be true at once. He can be sick exploiting his sickness and trying to come out of the sunken place at once. Thank you for the super chat. And I agree 100%. I think it's a lot of stuff that is going on with Kanye. That's why I said I don't have all the answers. I think it's a little bit of everything that's going on with him. So you're definitely right. He can be all of that rolled up into one. So thank you for the super chat um Adelaide sends $25 says yes sister great to see you at 10 p.m. from South London I will send you my song with your name shout out in it I will send it by Instagram inbox how long have you been on I've been on now about 20 minutes thank you so much for the super chat thanks for coming through um, let's see here. Lucia says, hey T, I'm from Ratchet, Florida, and I have watched you for four years. I love your dedication, your ethical work, and research. God bless you always. Thank you. Thank you guys so much. Um. So, like I said, the whole situation with Larsa is crazy. So, now I want to talk about the whole Meek Mill thing. So, Meek Mill is here now, and he's finally speaking out. Kanye... Put it out there that Meek was possibly sleeping with um, Kim Kardashian. Now, if you guys don't know, Kim Kardashian has been really heavy into the whole prison reform thing, as has Meek Mill. So I feel like there might be some jealousy. Kanye might be feeling some type of way because Meek and Kim have been kind of working on the same team, trying to get people out of jail, trying to get them out of prison. Kanye's feeling like they might have met up at a hotel. So Meek finally responded to Ye. And this is what Meek had to say on Twitter. Meek says, shit got too real. I had to cut a couple ends. Then he says, shit is capping, come on. So it seems like Meek feels like Kanye West is lying. You know, once again, like I was telling you guys with the whole bipolar thing... People can say things and make it seem so real. But I do feel like there might have been some cheating going on. Because if you guys don't know, messy ass Snoop Dogg, he's involved in this mess too. So let me go ahead and pull up my Instagram. Y'all know, I keep my foot on Uncle Snoop's neck. I'm just, he's just messy all the way around. Now remember, I believe this was like two years ago. Remember Snoop Dogg, he grin—he grinned lit. He put a green light, excuse me, on Kanye West. He put a green light to the Crips. Like, you know, when they see him do something to him on site. I remember, um, I believe, was it Daz? He came out with threatening Kanye. Kanye had to hire security. It was a bunch of mess. That was after Kanye said the whole thing about slavery was a choice. So now, fast forward two years later... All of a sudden, Snoop Dogg is running with Kanye, and he's in the studio with him and Dre, and, you know, just being on some extra hypocritical stuff, and people were calling out Snoop Dogg. Now, Snoop was over here, you know, spilling all the tea about how Drake, you know, slept with uh, Kim in that whole song, you know, Kiki, Do You Love Me?, so I'm going to go ahead and share my screen real quick so you guys can see the Snoop Dogg tee that kind of ties in the whole Drake thing. Because remember, Kanye has said Drake's name twice. So I believe there might have been something going on between Kim Kardashian and Drake. So give me just a second here. Okay, so this is what um Snoop Dogg... So people labeled him a hypocrite because obviously he was in the studio with Kanye West and Dr. Dre. And so here he's talking to, after everything went down with him being in the studio, then he tried to call out Kanye West yesterday. He did an interview with E, and he's basically saying that Kanye West is causing confusion in the political arena. But if you guys remember a year ago, he was being messy, okay? The same man who who can't keep his pain in his pants when it comes to his wife, Got the nerve to be talking about somebody else. So, this is what Snoop Dogg had to say back then. Hey, But I just found out who Kiki was. <laughs> Kiki is your bitch. That's why you're so mad. Because Drake put dick in your bitch. He did, huh? Drake, you're a cold nigga, cuz. I like that song, but I didn't know why I liked it. I really like it now. Kiki, do you love me? Remember sucking me? And every, ever, every, ever, every ever, ever you. Yeah, he put dick in your bitch. How about that? Mm. Kiki, you bitch you. Mm. He fucked Kiki down, didn't he? The shit, Drake. Did you pour champagne on her? Did you give a little bit or a lot of bit? Kiki, do you love me? You bitch you. Say so you never leave me, but you did. For that nigga. That's who Kiki is for real? Eh, eh, eh. Hey, but I just found out... Now, do y'all was. notice how these grown old... This man is damn near 50. Just as gossipy and messy. Now, now it's funny that whenever it's his tea being spilled, oh, it's crickets. Anytime anybody brings up Selena, I'm working on clap chasers. But drugs... See, people forget about that. Drug Kanye West... Put his business out there And now fast forward a year later You and that man facing the studio These celebrities have absolutely no loyalty to anybody Okay So now This was the game And hopefully I can play this and won't be any issues This was him on the Wendy Williams show Down with Courtney, no, Kim yeah. 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 You know what this is what I'll say I'll tell you this Kanye is a really good friend of mine, and they got really, really beautiful kids. And I don't want to disrespect their family. Yeah, Lamar's a really good friend of yours too. Yeah. Okay, so y'all just heard that, okay? And now this was Snoop the other day. Hey, watch it, pops! I'm getting home late. He's lighting fire. (laughs) Well, Well, make, make sure when you watch it, you call me back. All right. <laughs> <laughs> that, that That's been that's Thirty five years. that's has been footage. <laughs> Shut up. The first time, motherfucker. Kanye West got some hot shit. <laughs> 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 These dudes are there. They're a trip. Okay, so let me go here. Let me come back on the screen. Uncle Snoop is a straight up mess just as messy as hell gossipy was telling all that man's business fast forward a year later oh he got some hot shit him and Dre are working on some hot shit weren't you just talking about his wife getting smashed and you know possibly getting champagne poured on her ass by Drake not even a year ago. Honey, we don't forget shit over here. So that whole situation is a mess. Shout out to all 13,000 people in here. Thank you guys for coming through and supporting. Make sure y'all hit that like button. Let me go ahead and read some of these super chats, honey. Um, Marvin D says, hey, beautiful. Just showing some love and support. Thank you so much, Marvin. Thank you for coming through. I appreciate it. Um, Elizabeth Jones says, T, I love your realness and I live for your channel live at, uh while at work. God bless you, Queen from DC. Thank you so much, sis. Thanks for coming through. I appreciate it. Um, Estee Luke says, I made a live, I made a live after a million years, but oh, I made a live. Okay, my live after a million years. I'm watching from work. Shit. Thank you so much. Thank you. I know you're an OG T sipper, you've been here, so I'm glad you finally caught a live stream. Um, as Brown says, snoop in the game are washed up. <laughs> yeah, so messy. She says, Snoop in the game are washed up miserable, messy queen. <laughs> you know what? I'm not even gonna argue with you, honey, okay.' I'm not, I'm not gonna argue with you at all. You are keeping it real. They are very messy. You know, people, like, they always say, you know, women, all all women do is gossip and talk shit. These men are more messy and gossipier than any female. Period. They just come out and spill all types of tea, but they get a pass because they're men. When men sit up and gossip all day, oh, they're just keeping it real. Look how many men you got doing commentary. All they do is sit around and gossip about everybody else's business, but the second they're the topic at hand, they're ready to fight. <laughs> They're ready to throw some blows. <laughs> These dudes be full of shit, man. I swear. Um, let's see here. JJ Love sends $99.99. Thank you so much for the super chat. I truly appreciate it. Um, JJ says, hey, T, longtime tea Long T-sipper. Ever since you used to do hair videos with your son. Anyways, thank you for all you do. I love when you go live. It honestly brightens up my day. Love the dialogue in the chat as well. Love you, T. Stay blessed. Love you, too. And thank you for being a longtime supporter. Thank you for being a super T-sipper on my channel. I really appreciate that. And that's one of the things I love about going live is that it just gives people to have, you know, gives people a chance to have just dialogue. Like the chat be popping just as much as a stream. And I think that's why people love coming to the live. So thank you so much once again for the support. I really appreciate it. Um, let's see here. Um, Latu says, not champagne on her ass, nasty. (laughs) Snoop is a mess, a straight up mess, I'm telling you. Thank you so much for the super chat, sis. Um, La La C says, the only thing I love about 2020 is that it's bringing everybody's truths to light. It really is. This is the year of exposure and truth and vision and definitely is doing that, especially in the celebrity world. It's getting crazy um thank you for the super chat uh d star white says hey queen from what i see don't get involved with Hollywood. love you definitely definitely you notice now Hollywood is trying to get involved with platforms that regular people have been you know working on and, and doing their own thing now they're all running here and i mean i seen on the shade room today that that uh what's her name drea not drea drea from loving hip-hop no they just go from reality TV show to reality TV show, from Basketball Wives. She now has a podcast in her living room, and she was talking about the Meg The Stallion situation and basically trying to compare her being shot to Bobby and Whitney, so now people are dragging her. You know, again, everybody's trying to do commentary and give an opinion, but again, when it's about them and their celebrity tea, it's an issue. So, it's going to be very interesting to see how this ends up with these celebrities trying to do commentary on each other. It's going to start major beef, and it's going to start a major riff, okay? Um, But thank you for the super chat. Um, Lexi Michelle says, hey, T, been watching you for almost six years. When I first started college back in 2015, shout out to my fellow Temple University alums. Love you. Love you, too. Thank you so much. Uh, Temple University, that's over there in Philly. I've been over there by that campus before. Thank you so much for coming through, and thanks for the support. Um, let's see here. Oh, shit. Uh, oh, let me try and pronounce this. Quintia. Quintia Butram. Butram. Send $100. Thank you so much for the super chat. I really appreciate it. Um, She says, hey T, showing love from CT. Been watching you for five years. And this is my first time catching you live. Continue to keep it real. Thank you so much. Thank you for the support. Thank you for the super chat. And thanks for coming through. I really appreciate it. I'm glad you guys are loving the live stream. I'm loving the dialogue. You know what I'm saying? I'm loving everybody coming through. So thank you once again. Um, Rolo said, 1999 says, T, your channel is awesome. Thank you so much. Thanks for coming through. Um, Ayana Fletcher says, are you going to, hold on, are you going to talk about your post? On IG about the banker and Christy Teigen. Not while I'm live streaming. Nope. <laughs> but thank you for the super chat. Um, there's certain things I'm not going to talk about live because they'll start messing, you know, with the chat. But it's on my Instagram page, so that's where we've been discussing it. Um, but yeah, that oh God, that rabbit hole. I definitely want to do a podcast on that, and I'll talk about it deeper. But I'm just not going to talk about it on the live stream. But thank you. So yeah, it's been it's been crazy. It's been crazy. Um, let's see here. Y'all be respectful. Don't be in the chat trying to make fun of people's names and stuff. Y'all stop that. She showed a lot of love, and I really appreciate it. Um, <laughs> let's see. So let me see. I'm, I want to go through my notes. Make sure we didn't miss anything. Talked about uh, Meek. Talked about Larsa. I've been out here for 43 minutes. Talked about the Jordan Woods situation. So, like I said, it's going to be very interesting to see how all this plays out. Put a teacup in the comments if you feel like uh, Kim Kardashian had something going on with Meek. Put a teacup if you feel that way. Because I don't feel like there was anything between her and Meek besides the whole prison reform. Let me see what y'all think. Okay, so we got quite a few people. Okay, we got some. Some people are saying nah. Okay, so now, put a teacup if y'all feel like something happened between her and Drake. I feel like something happened between her and Drake. I do. The, the Drake and Kanye thing, they literally been beefing and going back and forth for like the past three years. And I feel like something really happened to fracture that relationship. Okay, here come the real teacups. So, it looks like a majority of people feel like something went on between Miss Kiki and Drake, as opposed to Meek. So now let me ask you this, because a lot of people are saying that because of Kanye's rant and what he's doing, that Kim Kardashian um, is looking to file divorce from him. And Kanye said that he was the one trying to divorce Kim, you know, years ago, but he just didn't do it. Do you guys feel like Kim Kardashian is going to go through with a divorce? Or do you feel like she's going to try and stand by her man? What do you guys think about that? And I'm going to pull up what Kim Kardashian wrote today. Because she definitely says some heartfelt stuff. You don't think they will. You think she'll stay. She'll leave. She'll stand by her man. Divorce. Divorce. She'll stand by him. Okay, so it seems pretty mixed. So half of you guys think that Kim Kardashian will eventually leave Kanye. The other half feel like she'll stand by him. So it seems very, very mixed. So let me go ahead and read to you guys what Kim Kardashian had to say. Today, let me pull up my screen. Give me just a second here. i want to make sure you guys can see this. Okay. So Kim Kardashian says... I understand Kanye is subject to criticism because he's a public figure and his actions at times can cause strong opinions and emotions. He is a brilliant but complicated person who, on top of pressures of being an artist and a black man who experienced the painful loss of his mother and had to deal with the pressure and the isolation that is heightened by his bipolar disorder. Those who are close with Kanye know his heart and understand his words sometimes do not align with his intentions. Living with the bipolar living with bipolar disorder does not diminish or invalidate his dreams, his creative ideas no matter how big or or unobtainable they may feel to some. That is a part of his genius and we and as we have all witness many of his big dreams have come true her writing is kind of small so I'm kind of struggling to look over and then she goes on to say as many of you know Kanye has bipolar disorder and anyone who has this or has a loved one in their life who does knows how incredibly complicated and painful it is to understand I've never spoken publicly about how this has affected us at home because I'm very protective of our children and Kanye's right to privacy when it comes to his health. But today, I feel like I should comment on it because of the stigma and the misconceptions about mental health. Those that understand mental illness or even uh, compulsive behavior know that the family is powerless unless the member is a minor. People who are unaware or far removed from this experience can be judgmental and not understand that the individual themselves have to engage in the process of getting help, no matter how hard the family and friends try. Then she says, we as a society talk about giving grace to the issues of mental health as a whole. However, we should also give it to the individuals who are living with it at Who are living with it in times when they need it the most. I kindly ask that the media and the public give us the compassion and empathy that is needed so that we can get through this. Thank you for those who have experienced who have expressed concern for Kanye's well being and for your understanding. With love and gratitude, Kim Kardashian West. Okay. So basically, and you know she kept that West in there. (laughs) Sorry at the had to be petty and show that picture of uh, Chris Jonoon. <laughs> I had to be petty, okay? So the whole situation is really sad. I mean, when you when you think about it, I see a lot of people you know blaming kim kardashian as well you know the the lady from um real housewives of potomac was like oh you know they basically in so many words oh they like black men that you know they want to mix children and they you know they like black dick she didn't say that but in so many words and it's like you know but now that he's going through something where are they you know a lot of people are saying you know the kardashians should be doing more they should be doing more honestly having dealt with my sister-in-law and her issues, there's only so much you can do for grown folks. And my thing is, which one is it? You know, people say they should be doing more, but doing more is literally putting, you know, committing these people into a fifty-one fifty, putting them in a mental institution for like, you know, a a 48-hour hold. After that, there's not really much you can do. So it's like, you know, which one is it? It's like people want them to do so much and everybody's like, where's his black aunties? Where's his black uncles? Where's his black side of the family? Yeah, I wonder that too. But, you know, some people just get tired of the nonsense. Sometimes you fall back. Sometimes, you know, you don't want to be bothered. You don't want to deal with that chaotic energy. You know, people have the right to try and protect their energy and their sanity. And when you're dealing with somebody who's so chaotic and, you know, when they're dealing with like a mental illness like bipolarism, it's draining. It's draining it's sad you know um so I, I i don't think it's fair to just blame them or blame you know this mysterious black family that's not doing anything you know he's a grown man and there's only so much they can do now when they commit him then y'all say oh they're trying to silence the black man and lock the black man up he's not crazy he's just expressing himself in white supremacy then they don't do anything stupid bitch all I want to do is guzzle black dick Y'all's not helping him. So it's like, which one is it? You know, so I definitely understand her, her frustration because it's like if they do something and they put him in that hold and they, they, they bring in doctors, then, you know, it's a get out situation and they're, they're about to reprogram him. And then if they do nothing, you need to go get your husband. A real wife wouldn't do this. Until you live with somebody with bipolarism and, and, you, and you watch the ins and outs, I can't judge. Because I've told you guys stories of my sister-in-law where, again, I didn't think it was that bad. I didn't understand it. I had her babysitting my kids. I remember I told this story a while ago. She took my kids to the park. It was summer vacation. She's supposed to be watching them. We just moved into this newer neighborhood. I was renting out a home. So she takes them to the park. And thank goodness at the time, my, my oldest son, I think he was like in fifth or sixth grade at the time. He had a phone. And he's like, Mom, we're at the park auntie's gone she left my kids at the park just bounced she told the kids she was like stay right here and you know they're like playing basketball they're on the jungle gym they say they look up she starts running she just ran and so they're like auntie where are you going they try to chase her and she was gone so they call me like we're at the park like I said we just moved into this neighborhood so the kids didn't really know how to get home they didn't want to get lost so I told them stay at the park do not leave I have to drive all the way from work I left work emergency situation I had to get to my kids because there was nobody there to get to them it's a 20 minute drive from work I make it to the park and this woman was gone for two days nobody heard or saw from her then she pops back up like nothing happened oh hey y'all wait bitch why you left my kids at a park what do you mean hey y'all how do you leave not so so people don't understand like for real it's it's crazy it's chaotic so I can't judge them too harshly. Like, she left my kids at a park and came back two days later to the house like nothing, no car, no, you know, did you get the kids? Are my nephews okay? You know, so it's like I can only imagine what she's going through in her household. So I don't want to judge because, like I said, I didn't understand the whole bipolarism thing and how they just, they just flip. You know, the kids didn't even ask to go to the park. She got them together. Put on your shoes, kids. Get your basketball. We're going to the park. They're like, okay, yay, we're going to go to the park. And they weren't even there, not even a half hour, and she just ran. She ran off. And they're trying to follow, like, Auntie, where are you going? And, they you know, they were too scared to keep following her because they didn't know where the hell she was going, so they just came back to the park. So, I, I, you know, and I've talked about that in the past. So it, it, its it, it's a very chaotic thing you know i had another friend who had bipolarism and one day we're just sitting there at her house and you know we're all just watching tv and she picked up a microwave and just threw it and everybody was just like uh okay and she was just she just snapped and just threw a microwave you know so I, you know it's like until you live in those situations and you deal with people with mental illness, they, they just they go from one extreme to another She's the sweetest girl. I love her. But she just goes from one extreme to another. Everybody can't deal with that. So, again, before judging and saying that, oh, they're just there because, you know, they just want to mix kids. And, you know, they just want to fetishize, you know, having biracial children. And she just wants to bounce on some dick. Don't be, so, don't, don't be so dismissive until you've been in that situation where you've had to literally sit and watch somebody de- de- uh, deteriorate. Where they're saying... And, and and they're good people. Like, don't get me wrong. I love my sister-in-law. You know, she's she's a good person. You know, somewhere in there is the is the is the woman that I met when I was fifteen years old. She's a shell of that person now, but I still love her and I still call her my sister-in-law. You know, we can go months without talking, but when she you know out the blue calls me like, hey, TT, what are you doing? I'm like, I'm I'm doing good. You know, what are you doing? I'm in town. I want to come see you. Oh, oh, okay, come on through. You know, so it's like. I, regardless of that, I would never turn my back on her. But I just know to, you know, deal with her in doses and, you know, don't believe everything she says, you know. But she's a sweet woman. Some of y'all met her. She was with me at the, um, in Arizona at my meet and greet. You know, she was just kind of sitting in the corner, you know, and she'd walk off. And people were like, well, who's that? It's my little sister-in-law, you know. And she was there trying to help out when she could. And people would try and talk to her. And she, she's really shy. But, you know, I, I she's part of the family, so, yeah, I mean, I love her. I love her to death. But, yeah, it's it's hard. It's, it's very hard, you know. <laughs> and even every now and then she'll, she'll watch my videos and be like, oh, I watched one of your videos. It was nice. It's like, okay, so what did you think? I don't know. I just watched it. And she just, you know, it's just, it's, it's funny. So you just got to deal with them and, and, and let them express themselves and, and deal, you know, with the world as they see it. And sometimes we'll talk and she'll get into these deep conspiracies you know, and she'll go really, really deep, and you know, and like y'all think I go in th- deep into some shit, she'll go into some shit. She'll be like, "What the fuck is she talking about?" You know, but that that's just her, and and that's what when I see Kanye, a lot of his traits remind me of my sister in law. The way he'll just be saying some real intelligent stuff some real deep stuff you know about being a free thinker and you know how we're trying to be controlled and things like that and then he'll just say some crazy shit like uh Harriet Tubman didn't free anybody she made black folks go work for white people my sister-in-law does the same thing you know so she'll say some deep shit and then be like just say some crazy stuff and you'll be like wait what And that's how it is. So I'm just, I'm not going to put too much stock in what Kim and the Kardashians should be doing because it's not easy. It's really not easy. And this is not me caping for them. I don't owe them shit. They don't owe me shit. But until you're in that situation and you have a loved one or a family member, it's not easy at all. It's really not. So I, 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 my prayers to anybody who deals with somebody who has to be in their household 24-7. My sister-in-law is just my sister-in-law. You know what I'm saying? She she doesn't live with me. I'm not raising her. So my interaction with her is more limited. But I couldn't imagine if it was like a child or a husband or a wife. That's hard. That's very, very hard. Um, let's see here. Oh, okay. We got another ninety nine ninety nine super chat. The Blind Soul Child 36. Thank you so much for the super chat. I really appreciate it. Thanks for coming through. They say, uh, Naomi here from Chicago, another one of your legally blind, visually impaired subscribers. Been watching your channel for years and love all your content. Even got my girlfriend hooked on your channel. I can't take food out the oven without her saying, it's piping hot. Thank you so much. Thank you so much for coming through. And thank you for the super chat and the love. I really appreciate it. You know, and it's, it's funny because I never even like realized that I had people, you know, who were visually impaired watching me until I did the video about the blind stripper. And like I said, she's like one of the sweetest uh, ladies out there. And, You know, you learn stuff. You learn stuff about your audience, you know, depending on the topic. You know, so I I learned so much because I'd be like, well, how are y'all able to see and know? And I just learned so much from people, you know, like the relay and and doing voice chats and things like that. So thank you so much. Thank you for the the support and, you know, putting your girlfriend onto my channel as well. I really appreciate that. Uh, Let's see here. Uh, uh, Vasati? shati Seven says, with all of the beautiful, loving, God-fearing, strong, feminine, African-American queens out there, he chooses a porn star to marry, and now he wants to get out. Should <laughs> Should he better hope he makes it into 2021? Thank you so much for the Super Chat, sis. You know, again... Some people feel like the grass is greener on the other side, and that's why I always say never look at somebody's relationship and deem it as perfect or, you know, deem that, you know, you want to make them relationship goals because you never know what's going on behind the scenes, you know, and and even with that whole situation, being that he has bipolar and he has issues, if it wasn't Kim Kardashian's headache, it would be a black woman's headache, you know, one of the two. You know, but yeah, it's very interesting how a lot of these men get into these relationships. And then when things start looking funny and fishy, like the whole thing with his daughter, Northwest, and him saying that he'll never allow them to exploit his daughter, now they're talking all the pro black, mush mouth, you know, white supremacy talk. But none of this was discussed before all of this. So, yeah, it's going to be very interesting to see, you know, how this continues to play out as the months go on and as we start heading into 2021. So thank you so much for coming through. Um, let's see here. Um, Anime Babe 92 says, this tea is what? Piping hot. LOL. Bless- uh, blessings to you and your family. Thank you so much. Thank you for the super chat. Thanks for coming through. Um, Tina Mon- uh, Tiana Monet Mon- Mon- says, teach us the ways of protecting your energy, Auntie. Keep being you. You are beautiful. Thank you so much. Thank you for coming through. Um, one of the ways that I protect my energy is being very selective on who I give my energy to. You know, at the end of the day, like I, like I always tell people, you control yourself. Nobody else controls you. You know, there are certain people, like even on, on this YouTube platform, there are certain YouTubers I don't fool with. I don't like their content. I don't like their energy. So, I don't watch them. So when they come up alongside my videos or, you know, maybe a topic I'm looking up, I hit not interested. And when you hit not interested enough, they stop coming, you know, up alongside your stuff. So I always find it funny when people are like, oh, did you watch what such and such said or do you? No, I don't watch them. I don't, you know what I mean? Like if, if my energy doesn't match with somebody, I'm not playing those games. I just stay away. And I think for me, that's like the easiest thing when it comes to protecting my energy Is being aware of what I let into my space, what I let into my psyche, you know, and if I don't like somebody, if I don't like their energy, I don't want to have anything to do with them. And like I said, this can be on YouTube, this can be in the real world, this can be with music, certain artists, certain celebrities, and things like that. So again, I never understand when people complain about certain things, like yo, even like with this stream, yo, have somebody complaining. You need to talk about this. Don't be talking about that. Well, again, I don't I don't deal in clickbait. So if, if something, you know, irritates your spirit, why would you click on it? If this is not a topic that you're interested in, you don't have to watch. So again, we have to get back to the mind frame of you know, controlling what you like and what you don't like. Nobody forces you to go to the shade room. If you feel like the shade room is a toxic, negative place, well then why are you there? You get what I'm saying? So we all control what we allow, you know, what we allow our energies and what we allow, you know, ourselves to consume and deal with. So it's about self-control first and foremost. So that's how I deal with and protect my energy. So thank you so much for the super chat. Um, let's see here. Marlon Harrison. What's up, Marlon? Thanks for coming through. He says, your story about your sister-in-law reminds me of my auntie, that left me in a crack house when I was six years old. Wow. Wow. That's sad. And you know what's so funny? That as old as you are now, you still remember that. And that's that's one thing that my kids still remember and still talk about to this day. Was the day that their aunt, their protector, just left them. You know, and I think that that's when they came to realize that she wasn't out there. Something was going on with her. And that kind of made them standoffish you know they didn't trust her as much after that because it's like um don't leave us with her you know because we don't know if she's just gonna leave us here you know so that that's sad I'm, I'm sorry to hear that you know i'm sorry to hear that you went through that you know so but i'm glad you're okay and i'm glad nothing happened to you while you were in that crack house so thank you for that um let's see here Vishanti seven says queen you're a class act 100t for years thank you so much thank you for the super chat um erica graziano says to be aware is to be alive amen amen thank you uh, rebecca rogers says hey t did you see meg's response to drea Ooh, no hold on now that bird has always been messy and disrespectful to black women Rebecca Rogers. No, I did not. Let me. I'm on Instagram right now. Hold on. Let me go ahead and put in Meg the Stallion. Or should I just put in Shade Room? You know, Shade Room, they keep up with shit. Let me see what Meg said. Because I wasn't feeling what Drea was saying. That's why I said, everybody don't need to do commentary. Oh, okay. I do see it on the Shade Room. Okay. Oh, ooh, shit. She, she. Meg is cussing. Breaking news. Go ahead and shout out uh, Rebecca Rogers. Thank you for this breaking news report. <laughs> Thank you. Let me go ahead and pull this on the screen, honey. Rebecca over here, breaking news. Let me show y'all my display real quick. I'm going to show you guys what uh, what Drea said. Let's, we're going to play that first. So let me pull that up, and then I will show you guys what Meg The Stallion said. And, and this is why everybody does not need to get into the commentary game. This is why a lot of these celebrities need to have a tall glass to shut the fuck up. They're bored now. They have nothing else better to do. They want to give their opinion about everything under the sun. And then when they get caught out, they cry tattoo tears and try and, you know, backtrack and pussy pop. So let me go ahead and show you this. So this is what uh, Drea Michelle, that's her name. I want to keep calling her Drea Kelly. But that's that other weirdo. Um, so this is what Drea Michelle said. Y'all go ahead and listen to this mess. I predict. I'll take it. <laughs> I predict that they had some sort of. Bobby and Whitney love that, you know, drove them down this snapped-esque <laughs> type of road. And I'm here for it. I like that. I want you to like me so much, you shoot me in the foot, too. Like, But as long as... What the... Whoa! Wait, what, no, no, I, that's... I, 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 that is very dread like Drop Dre. a grenade. What the... You want you what? I want you to like me so much that if I'm trying to get out the car, and you're like, <laughs> no, sit your
1: ass in the car, and I'm G-beats.
0: like, no, I'm out the car. No, you're not. Bop, the book. you going to fuck. Nah, this, I'm not even going in nowhere. In this moment, are you gonna... Drea just went viral. Now. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay, if the volume is low. I, there's nothing I can do. That's the shade room. Um, if the volume is low, just, you know, go on there and go listen to it. What she said was disgusting. Not only is she condoning domestic violence, she's trying to minimize it and make it seem like it's funny. OK, um, I don't I don't want a man to show me his love by shooting me in the foot. So let's let, let's let's go ahead and just call out the bullshit for what it is. And I understand that she's trying to be funny because that's what she's going to. I was just trying to be funny. It was, just, it was just a joke. Y'all Y'all take stuff too serious. But the problem is when you have a platform and this is a woman who has millions of followers, who's verified, um, you know, has tons of young girls who look up to her. And you're condoning this and you're trying to make it look like this is cute or this is normal. Now, had her baby's father shot her in the foot, would she be singing the same tune? I I just don't find it funny. You know, I think that was just really tacky. And regardless if you side with Megan in the situation or don't know what fully happened, because like I said, I I already talked about the whole Meg Thee Stallion situation and the fact that she is not spoken about what happened or called out Tory lanes, but maybe she'll do that in the upcoming future. That aside, this wasn't funny. And it wasn't needed. And let's stop trying to normalize things like, you know, men putting their hands on women, men shooting women in the foot. That's just not funny. You shouldn't want anybody who will physically harm you and abuse you. So my thing is if you're saying stuff like this, and this is a mother of not one but two boys, what are you teaching your sons? So when your son sees something like that, should then should they in return think that that's how you treat a woman is by beating her ass or shooting her in the foot. A lot of people just say bullshit and put things into the ether without realizing that you're planting seeds. Some young boy is listening to that and thinking that it's OK because, you know, this, this beautiful woman, Drea Michelle, basically co-signed it. Even if you're joking, it's not funny. And why do we joke when it comes to, you know, our pain? Why is our pain as women constantly seen as a joke or something to be joked about? So I'm not feeling that. I'm not feeling that at all. So let me go ahead and, and pull up what Meg The Stallion said because it seemed like they had a back and forth. So give me a second here. Oh, she had a come to Jesus moment after people started dragging her, of course. Let me pull up my screen real quick. Um, okay. So, looks like after she got drugged, she says, I truly don't glorify domestic violence. I was trying to say, just love me deeply. But while trying to be funny, I offended many, including Meg, and I'm sorry. Oh, whatever. So, here comes the tiny violins, you know. But as a, you know, just common sense. Again, this is why everybody does not need to do commentary. Because they don't know how to think before they talk. So, it looks like Meg replied back. And she says, dumb bitch. That shit ain't fucking funny. Who the fuck jokes about getting shot by a nigga? Okay. And then Meg comes back and she says, And fuck all the whole ass niggas making jokes about it too. I'll talk about this shit when I'm ready. Okay. So that is what Meg Thee Stallion had to say about the situation. And I, I, I definitely can understand her being upset. You know, that wasn't cool. Um, I don't find that funny. I don't, you know, I'm glad y'all pulled out the tiny violins. Thank you. Because that's what they always do. As soon as they get held to task, then it's, you know, oh, what was me? I didn't mean to say that. I just want a man that loves me deeply. Well, if you want a man that loves you deeply, then that's all you have to say. But why would that be the type of man that you want to love you deeply? A Tory Lanez, who's known for abusing women. Make it make sense. Um, Let me go ahead and read these super chats here. Um, Let's see. Princess of the Lake. (laughs) I love that name. Says, triggering me because I have issues like Kanye. My mom always tells me to take my medicine. But when I moved out, but when I move out, I'll take medical marijuana. Oh, wow. I'm sorry to hear that. Yeah, it's a lot of people who are dealing with the bipolarism. And it affects everyday people. You know, so... And again, we can say take your meds and things like that. But I know from what my sister in law has said, she doesn't really like the meds. It just it makes her feel like she's not herself, and she self medicates. Her thing is is marijuana, and marijuana seems to calm her down. And you know, so she self medicates as opposed to taking her meds. You know, but I'm no doctor, so I don't want to diagnose or say what people should and shouldn't do. This is just, you know, dialogue. Simple as that. But I just wish you the best and, you know, you take care of yourself. Thank you for coming through and thank you for the super chat. Um, let's see. here. I've been out here an hour and 11 minutes. I don't want this to go too long. We got up to 14,000 people in here. This has been an extremely, extremely fun chat. Wasn't too many issues, thank goodness. Um, let's see here. Shaman Skrull says... I always thought the memes basically glorifying toxic couples were cringy as hell. Drea's comments sound, kind of sounded like one. Yes, I definitely agree with that. And thank you for the super chat. I don't think, you know, glorifying toxic relationships is cool. You know, And I don't care who it is. I don't care if it's Bobby and Whitney. You know, um, I can't think of any other toxic relationships right now off the top of my head. But there, there's several. Oh, shit. Uncle Snoop and Auntie Shante, that bullshit relationship. You know what I'm saying? He was apologizing about a week ago. He made some rap song with somebody. I think Freddie Gibbs. And he was talking about, you know, how he was wrong for cheating on his wife with all these, you know, scallywags and all this shit. That's another toxic relationship that people uplift. Oh, they've been together 30 years. Who gives a shit? It's toxic. He has no respect for her. He's fucking, you know, young girls who are are younger than his damn sons. He needs to grow up. But we all know Shantae ain't going nowhere, honey. Um, let's see here. Charlissa Fuller says, see if Meg saw her on the streets and dragged her on sight, then she'll be crying victim and want sympathy. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah, that wasn't cool at all. Um, all About Me says, people say the stupidest shit, but then want to backtrack when people don't agree. Exactly. If anybody would have laughed and gave her props, there, there would be no apology. There'd be no backtracking. But because people are holding her to task for her words, now, you know, here comes the the tiny violins and the tattooed tears and, you know, and all that stuff. Again, just like with the Nick Cannon thing, if you're going to say something and, you know, you need to stand in it. So this is why we need to think before we just blurt stuff out. This is why if you're going to do commentary, you know, and you're trying to be funny and you know that this joke is going to come out your mind, You better be willing to stand by that joke. If not, don't say it. You know, but again, this is what happens when everybody, you know, is at home bored, you know, and trying to herp and set up a a microphone and, you know, and and a podcast kit and everything else in hopes of going viral and hopes of getting attention. You know, so um, 2020 is just exposing a lot of celebrities and a lot of people's brands may not recover (laughs) by all the fuckery that they're doing. Um, yoga beginner beginner says that's disappointing. No matter what the internet says, crazy and jealous men are not sexy. It's not okay. Let's find some new fetishes. I agree one hundred percent. It's not. It's it's draining. It's toxic and it's scary. And nobody should be glorifying that. Um, melanated unicorn. I like how you spell unicorn. That's interesting. Says Meg needs to put a good old H town whooping on her tail. Dreya thinks she can fight. She don't want that drama. How you doing? Now nah, she's not ready for that smoke at all, at all. Daphne C says she just confirmed that he shot her. Honey, you right, Daphne? We missed that part. She basically did just confirm that Tory Lanes is the damn shooter. Mm. So I can't wait till she tells her story and says what really happened. So, you guys, it's been an hour and 15 minutes. This was a great live. Thank you to everybody who came through today. Make sure you guys hit the live with the like button. You know what I'm saying? Give it a thumbs up. I really appreciate you guys coming through and just you know supporting the the stream. Um, I'm also going to repost this on the podcast as well. Um, I have a lot of truck drivers. Shout out to my female truck drivers, Nick and Carla. Um, they like when I post my lives on the podcast while they're driving their trucks. They can listen to the show. So thank you guys for you know for, to all the truck drivers out there who support my platform. I really appreciate it. So on that note, you guys, I'm out. Thank you all for joining me. You guys take care. Enjoy the rest of your day, and I will be back again soon. Deuces.